Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Marvin Powell of The Roundtable. Marvin, it's awesome to have you on the show. It's wonderful to be here, Gresham. You're one of my favorite people. Definitely. You're definitely one of my favorite people as well, too, which is why I'm so excited and pumped to have you on the show. And before we jumped in, I wanted to read a little bit more about Marvin so you can hear about all the wonderful things that he's doing as well. And one of the best in the world at delivering on his promise of supercharging the energy, focus, and productivity of small women and minority-owned businesses, Coach Powell creates consistent winners all over the world. As the founder and creator of the world-famous Vision Quest 90 program, Coach Powell has helped thousands of entrepreneurs for more than 30 years to realize and actualize their highest aspirations. As a master networker, Coach Powell is proud to share the best tips and strategies to help anyone create an amazing network of people that stand at the ready to help provide the information and context to ensure your success success so sit back relax and get ready for coach marvin powell coach are you ready to speak to the imco community oh my god that was a great introduction i'm i am so ready yeah absolutely this is a mic drop moment i feel like but uh what i wanted to do to kick everything off is hear a little bit more on how you got started could you take us through what i call your ceo story and what led you to all the awesome things you're working on now oh my god um I think I've been preparing to be an entrepreneur my entire life. Um, I started out, my first gig, and I'm going to say, I'm going to call it a gig, was when I was hustling newspapers at 10 years old for the Washington Post, on the Washington Star then. Um, and later on, I picked up a route, several routes with the Washington Post. I won several contests and trips, and I just fell in love with sales and services and the delivery of sales and services. And I went on from there. Um, to literally became what I call the drive-through king at McDonald's, at the local McDonald's uh, there in Oxon Hill, Maryland. I really loved working there. I would get in there and I, it, it would be my delight to upsell every customer that came through that drive-through. I mean, if you came through that drive-through, you didn't buy anything more. Um, it was because you just didn't, you just didn't, you, I don't know, I, I, I couldn't do a good job. But if, if I did a good job, everybody was going to add a little something extra to that order. And so I got really used to um, helping people understand and provide benefits um, and, and services. And I, and I took that on into college and school and into my, my first start of my financial career when I first started at the, the, the uh, Prudential Financial Services, um, probably looking at around 1996 or so. And I, I was in the financial services industry for 16 years. I literally um, taught entrepreneurs and business leaders how to use insurance and financial products to make sure that they were um, optimizing everything they could from a financial point of view for their businesses, whether that's going to be for business succession or moving forward and just growing and accumulating wealth. So I really, really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed it so much. And I started to, especially in the latter parts of my career as a financial um, agent and investment advisor, that kind of good stuff, I literally um, began to understand you know, that there was, my hands were, were tied as to how much I can actually help entrepreneurs and small business leaders. And they were just my love, my passion. I had gone to school to prepare to work with them. I had understood everything. You know, I got three degrees in economics, sociology, and African studies. And so I just love 
um, being able to share what I know and my wisdom about certain things. And I've learned so much more. You, you know, you graduate from college, you think you know everything, but then, <laughs> you know, you actually, you know, sit down and, and, and start working in a career and, and you learn so much more. Um, I was blessed to be um, offered the opportunity to work under Dr. Stephen Covey and learn the, the seven habits of how they affect people and be willing to be one of the per, per people who were certified to use that information to train and develop others um, in the company. And I just, I just fell in love with personal development and um, helping people understand what they need to do to maximize the value of their gifts, whatever they bring to the table, whatever, you know, they've learned and created, you know, it really can be turned up and dialed up if you understand, if you know how to. And, and so I created processes and programs. And today that's what I do. I create programs and processes to help people really dial up that effort, really dial up that energy and focus and create maximum kinds of productivity that can lead them into that next trajectory in their lives, their business, their careers. And that's really what's necessary is to tap in to, you know, their God-given talents and abilities and be, be, be ready to ride that all the way to the future. And um, that's what I love doing. I love working with people about that right now. And that's what I do in my company. So today I've got several programs, products, and services that I participate in. My love is, and my passion is the round table. As you mentioned earlier, um, that's, this is a co-partnership between myself and my good friend, Darren Maracourt. And we get together on a regular consistent basis and really figure out ways to help business leaders strategize to learn what we call the art and science of networking. Because most entrepreneurial ventures or most networking organizations sort of get together and they just slam people in a room and they say, okay, now introduce yourself and, 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 and see what you come up, come back with. And that's a horrible way to, to network because um, one, if you haven't learned really the techniques and the strategies you need to use to network effectively, you're going to waste your time because no one's going to listen to you. No one's going to pay attention to you. No one's going to follow up with you. And you're just not going to have a good strategy in place that can help you win. And this is so important because five times um, success is really at the root of this strategy, the, the program. You know, we, we, we've already done the studies uh, with neuroscientists and sociologists and, you know, economics, economists have done this research over the years and determined that most people who are successful are successful, not because of their knowledge, skills, and abilities. I mean, your KSAs are important, right? Don't get me wrong. But if you're not successful because of those things. You're successful because of the people that know you, like you, and trust you. And even more so, you can multiply that number from five to seven if you add accountability into the mix. So there's two things that we have to learn that nobody teaches us growing up. There's no courses in accountability and relationship building, professional relationship building, that you can learn and go to and really come out with a strategy that's going to help you win from the time you're in elementary school all the way through your professional career. This is a skill, this is an essential skill to professional and human development that if we don't get at any time in our lives, then we just lose out on any opportunities. And if you understand compounded interest as a formal financial advisor, I focus on that, right? If you don't learn to network and you start your career and you go through your career 20, 30 years and you still don't know how to network, you have missed out on tremendous opportunities that people have had, have locked up in them. Everybody in that you meet has information and gifts that can be used at your disposal. You just have to learn how to unlock those secrets and unlock those opportunities. And that's what we teach at the round table. So I love doing that. 
So uh, would you consider your ability to be able to see that, uh, what I call your secret sauce, uh, which is something you feel kind of sets you or your organization apart and makes you unique? It, it really boils down to my passion. And my passion and my gifting is to really help others find their passion and, and find their golden nugget. You know, what is it that they can ride off into the sunset and create? I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an Apple book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? It's really about what you said earlier. It's like, it's that, it's that focus and that staying in alignment. I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. And this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you happen to a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. So I learned this, this nugget, and this is how, this is really the secret sauce to the genius for me. Um, a long time ago when I was uh, taking a course in, in, in Pan-African Studies at Kent State University, a gentleman by the name of Maulana Karinga, who is the founder of Kwanzaa, came by our organization. And he hit me in my, right between my eyes with, this, with three questions. And these are the three questions that I still ask myself today, and, this, and the three questions that still help me focus and stay energetic and, and, and moving forward in every possibility that I can. Um, the questions are, number one, who are you? Number two, are you really who you say you are? And number three, are you all that you ought to be? So Dr. Karinga says that these are the questions that ancient Africans asked and remain and keep asking way before Socrates or, you know, any of the great Plato, Aristotle, any of the great Greek philosophers started asking those questions. You know, ancient Africans were already dealing with those questions and asking those questions. And so I asked myself those questions on a regular consistent basis. And I, and I review the answers that I give myself and the answers that I share with other people. And I, those, those doing that helps me stay focused. It helps me stay energetic, helps me stay on point helps me stay aligned so I don't get hijacked by other people's thoughts and ideas and, and, and all that kind of stuff because I'm really focused on, you know, why I was here, why, why I was born, what, what's my purpose, what's my mission, what am, where am I going? And, and, and more importantly, you know, what are the values that I want to carry forward uh, and I want to live my entire life around? Yeah, that, that's so powerful. And, and it's so funny because those three questions, a lot of times you think it's like the square root of pi or E equals MC squared. They're like really complex questions. But a lot of the questions that really help you with alignment are, are for one, it's that simple, but it's mm -hmm. something we often don't do. We don't take the time to really make sure we answer those questions and make sure we're asking that on a regular to make sure we don't get hijacked, as you said. And I think that when we understand that, it starts to manifest itself in the, the decisions that we make, the the uh, organizations that we're a part of and, and what we try to start and build. So I think that's uh, definitely a powerful uh, nugget. So I appreciate that. And um, I, I wanted to ask you now for what I call my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're open to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show so marvin what does being a ceo mean to you man it's about leadership it, it is it, it is all about leadership 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 and i will tell you um it is about helping helping people get the best out of themselves you know so when you have a whole team of people that you're leading and they're all working together to be better than they could have ever been by themselves now you're a real leader now you're the kind of leader that people, you know, it's going to be hard when people find things that they really should do outside of you. 
it's going to be hard for them to separate themselves from your leadership because you're so they're so connected and they they feel so valued and they feel such uh, such possibilities because you are there as their example. You are there as a guide to guidance and directing. You are there providing them with vision and possibility and hope. This is what leaders do, and this is what great CEOs always have to do. Um, because you can be a CEO, you can be a great CEO for a quarter. You know, fudge the numbers around, you know, do some things that are going to make the numbers look good and all that kind of stuff, and then you, you'll be great. You know, stock options, everything will be working really well for about a quarter. But then now, you know, when, when the real game starts, when, you know, you have to do it again and again and again and again and again, that's going to require a whole different, you can't do that by accounting only. You have to do that by actually plugging into people and helping them find their mojo. And helping them find their mojo is not your mojo, you're gonna suck as a CEO. Ooh, I never said that before, we keep that. Right. <laughs> there you go. Put that on a bumper sticker for sure. And uh, no, I think that's a, a phenomenal kind of definition because I think, you know, like you said, it's being able to make the impact that by being around you and being under your leadership or with your leadership, maybe a better way to say it, the, the people or the organizations wouldn't get to the level that they could. And I think that as you kind of talked about wanting to be able to win and, and wanting to be able to execute in order to win, that's not something you do for just one day. It's not something you do for just a quarter. It's consistency over and over and over and over again. We see it in sports. We see it in business as those that are consistently able to show up and win on a regular basis are really those phenomenal CEOs, entrepreneurs, business owners, whatever title we might give, but it's the consistency with that leadership that really takes say, things. I'll say one more thing about that. Just mm-hmm. to, not to, I don't want to talk over you or anything, but I just mm-hmm. forgot to mention this. And this is very, this is so important. Probably might mm-hmm. be more important than anything else mm-hmm. in my mind. Um, the CEO who considers himself or herself a servant leader mm-hmm. is the best. The people that really think along the lines of collaborative leadership, not the authoritarian type or totalitarian type of leader, but the, but, but the collaborative leader who considers himself a servant leader is going to be better uh, and longer lasting and more sustainable than any other. Yeah, and it's, it's so powerful. I'm glad you added that in because I feel like it ties everything into how you even started, you know, with your CEO story and in the newspaper routes, being of service and, and at McDonald's and all of those different aspects is all about giving and, and being able, you're, you're able to be of service and provide value to people. So truly appreciate that definition. I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. So um, I am not going to send people to, you know, all the technological solutions and and the passive, you know, kind of situations that help them in contact with me. I really want to contact the people. And so what I want you to do, if you want to to reach out to me, call me. Call me at 703-201-4267 or text me at 703-201-4267 because that's the best way for me to actually engage and interact. You can also join me on LinkedIn. Look at Marvin Lee, Marvin L. Powell or Marvin Coach Powell on LinkedIn and you'll find me. I mean, I'm not, there's, there's a whole bunch of Marvin Powells out there, but there's not a whole bunch that look like me or talk like me. So I should be pretty easy to find on LinkedIn or Facebook or anything like that. If you just want to passively engage with me, use one of those tools, right? 
But if you really want to talk, if you really want to share, if you really have to, want, want to figure out how to take that next step in your life or your business, you probably should give me a call and I'll answer. All right. Look forward to talking to you. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much again, Coach Powell. What we'll do is we'll have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, to make it even easier for people to get a hold of you passively or unpassively, if that's even the right opposite word. But I truly appreciate you again, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.